I'm Rob Dunkelberger of the Scares of Minnesota. Tonight, on a very creepy episode of Twin Cities Theater Chat, Carol Jackson of Minnesota Terror Love and I will depart the usually sunny world of plays and musicals and take a detour down a poorly lit and in fact quite dark path. We'll be accessing the third eye to look ahead at upcoming shows that get into the spirit of the season. If you are easily terrified, or given to having your imagination carry you away into hysterics, let me remind you, it's only a podcast. Now, check that all the doors are locked and the windows are tightly closed and secured. Turn out the lights and prepare yourself to be utterly and completely informed about the upcoming shows that celebrate the macabre. Or is it pronounced macabre? I'm never sure. Carol, do you know? Yeah, it's pronounced macabre. Okay. Yeah. Well, now that we have that resolved and everyone's sitting here in the dark, let's dive into things. Perfect. Well, let's start with our absolute favorite um, spooky festival of the season, which is the Twin Cities Horror Festival. Yay! This, yay! I am this, so excited for this. <laughs> I know. It is always such a dang treat around the Halloween season. It runs from October 19th through the 29th at the Crane Theater. It is 11 days of onstage horror. There are 11 unique shows that will be performed during the festival the shows are an hour so go and go see a couple of shows if you are a scaredy cat then check out their website because they will tell you what ages you know are suggested to attend it has ratings uh, it gives you content warnings and genre info and if that's piqued your interest, go listen to the last podcast episode because we talked to the artistic and executive director of the Twin Cities Horror Fest and got all the behind the scenes details. Uh, and I think it was a really good show. Check that out. And then next up is Spookily, the Square Pumpkin at Stages Theater. This is right down the street from me. I have not put on my schedule yet, but I think I'm going to. It says it's The Legend of Spookily, the Square Pumpkin. And there it's a musical. And I kind of like to just head down right down the block and, and check something like that out. Uh, this would be for all ages. You know, there's something for everybody in that one. So speaking of family-oriented uh, Halloween shows in the heart of the Beast Puppet and Mask Theater is having a series of Halloween themed cabarets called The Haunted Avalon, a puppet theater showcase. This is going to be emceed by Harry Waters Jr. and Oren Fenn. And it's going to be an evening of kooky, spooky puppetry and live music as six teams of puppetry artists revisit Halloween Heart of the Beast style. This will uh, include vignettes that employ a range of puppetry techniques, including toy theater, shadow puppetry, and marionettes. They do say it's PG-13 rated, so it might be a little bit older than Spookily, the square pumpkin. But I think it sounds like a really interesting and unique Halloween evening. Have you been to these before, Carol? I have not been to um, a puppet cabaret at Heart of the Beast before. I don't know if they've had them in the past, but I do have super warm memories of an 
awesome show that they had a couple of years ago, which was created by Davy T. Steinman called Basement Creatures. And that was a show that was, it had puppetry, it had shadow play, it was spooky, it had singing centipedes and lonely bedbugs. I definitely love the idea of revisiting them for some spooky puppet entertainment. That sounds really fun. I don't know about you, but I'm getting the feeling like my schedule is going to get really packed because... So far, everything on this list sounds so fun. I know. It's it's a, it's a super, super busy season, and we are recording this on October 16th, and there is basically only two weeks left to Halloween. But the good news is that some of the spooky things that we're going to be talking about actually extend into November. So you have a little extra, Shoot. I know, a little extra post-Halloween time to check that out. Before we move on to the next show, I just also want to mention that um, in addition to the show, um, the cabaret that Heart of the Beast is doing, they also have their puppet lending library open on Saturday, October 21st. Now, what is that? Oh, so they have an actual (laughs) puppet lending library at Heart of the Beast. And so they have puppets from like all over and from years of of their productions as well. But they have, um, they open that to the public so that people can come in and make their own masks. And on the 21st, they're going to have a, a, you can make your own Halloween mask, your scary mask, which would be appropriate for the Haunted Avalon event that's coming up. By the way, since these are all like super short notice and whatever, if you if we don't mention when they're playing and where they're playing and all that jazz, just go to our podcast show notes and find more information there. I do not have on my schedule because I have seen it in previous years. There's a show that Theater Elysian does every year called Ghost Quartet. At least I think they do it every year. It's the other bloggers all rave about it and and talk me into going the first time. And you should definitely check it out, Carol. There's some whiskey tasting. There's all these songs that are somehow interrelated. It changes. It it has a mind of its own. So, you know, every every year I think there's some tweaks and some changes to it. And they're staging it, I think, this year in their main black box theater. When I saw it, it was out in the lobby area. Oh, and everybody wow. was seated around and they gave you instruments to play sometimes and things like that. So it's really kind of a different thing. It's very thematic rather than plot oriented. Our fellow theater blogger, Cherry and Spoon, calls it musically gorgeous and truly haunting. And I love the fact that um, it draws from fairy tales and ghost stories because I love a little literature in my musical theater. So yeah, I'll definitely put that one on my list. Cool. What else do we have coming up here? Well, I also have on this list the annual Halloween Outdoor Puppet Extravaganza. And that is um, produced by Bare Bones Productions. It is an absolute annual favorite in the Twin Cities. They've been doing it since 1994. And I think they used to do it, gosh, Minnehaha Falls maybe? But they are doing it on the Midtown Greenway. And it is 
larger than life puppetry it's dance fire song and music and also it's it's very much about you know celebrating the circle of life and um celebrating the seasonal arc of death in the fall and i am appalled that i've never been to it and i am going to remedy that this year it is on october 27th 28th 29th and the 31st and dang it i'm going this year and it's turning 30 this year. This is the 30th year. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's four dates. I could probably make that work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I believe everything in you. sounds so good. How, how are we going to see all this stuff, Carol? I well, oh, then goodness. we're what we're going to do is we're going to go into November and continue to watch some scary or spooky theater, including the next one. Ah, yes. Trippy. Trip Tech Volume One, a Black Light by Phantom Chorus Theater at Bryant Lake Bowl. And that's going to be in November, November 3rd, 10th, and 17th at 3 p.m. It's recommended for ages 12 and up. And it says it's a collection of three stories told through the art of puppetry. Boy, there's a lot of puppetry around these Halloween shows. It is uh, a very puppet heavy Halloween season. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but you can do a lot of things uh, with puppets that kind of just create that super supernatural feel mm -hmm. so that's kind of interesting it's going to be done entirely in black light uh we used to have those when i was growing up uh we had posters and you'd get a little black light and it looked neon and stuff so that should be kind of fun and a flashback to the past i guess <laughs> yeah and then there's there's another one do you want to talk about the next one that's coming up yeah. in november as well yeah, The Thin Place at Gremlin Theater. I saw a production of this at Dalco Arts last year. It's a really fun show. It's like a spine-tingling Twilight Zone evening of theater. Everyone who ever died is still here, just in a different part of here. The main character, Linda, can communicate with them. And if you believe she can, she can make you hear them too. In The Thin Place, the fragile boundary between our world and the other one. This was a really fun show last year. And I'm excited to see another uh, another company do it because Dalico, everything I saw there, and they're closed now, sadly, was fantastic. So, but I'm curious to see how another theater tackles that 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 show because it was it was a lot of fun, kind of spooky. Well, and as far as small theaters, small intimate spaces, Gremlin is another very intimate space for a show like this. Yeah, that that sounds very thought provoking and very a um, little bit mystical. It yeah. seems like a great fit. And also, Jalico Arts, we miss you. Oh, so sad. So yeah. sad. Yep. So we'll just have to cheer up, though, because there are a couple options of um, some comedy shows, some comedy horror. And the first couple that I'm going to talk about are at the new huge theater because they just moved into a new place. And they're actually, I think, having their grand opening this weekend, which would be the weekend of the 20th and 21st of October. So keep an eye out because we have a podcast coming up with an interview with Butch Roy, the executive director of Huge, and um, two of our bloggers, Kendra Plant and Jill Schaefer. So that'll be super fun. So anyway, so a couple shows that are going to be running at the Huge Theater include Creature Feature which is an improvised monster movie that takes a never-before-seen monster from the audience and explores the tropes of the monster slasher films we all grew up jumping from and laughing at. That is on Fridays 
at 7.30 p.m. through October 27th. And then another one at Huge Theater is the Improvised Twilight Zone. It's two back-to-back entirely improvised episodes based on Rod Serling's The Twilight Zone, which seems like a fantastic idea for improv. And I may have mentioned, may, may not have mentioned that Huge is an improv theater. So they have a lot of awesome improv on their schedule. So I'm really interested in that one. In the uh, I Zone? love the Twilight Zone. I know. I, I've seen every episode of every iteration of that many, many times. And I see someone on the list of performers, Destiny Davison who I believe is the marketing person for the Horror Fest this Mm -hmm. year, and someone I met at the Fringe Festival who was really interesting and had a wonderful show at the Fringe. Uh, So there's another reason I got to put that on my list, my must-see list. But you have some time because it is Saturday nights at 10 p.m. if you can stay up that late. (laughs) But it runs through November 4th. Excellent. Those are a couple awesome options. Speaking of improv, Strike Theater's getting in on the game as well. They do a lot of improv, so it's not like they're getting in on the game. But uh, the show title is The Mess, which I've seen The Mess at Huge, and it's a great group of improv folks. Their title is Frankenstein's Monster Goes on a Date. The Halloween Horror Classic Return for One Night Only. So October 28th is the only chance to see this one. Uh, we better mark that on our calendars because that the mess is a really funny, funny group of improvs. Another sort of uh, one off that you'll want to put on your calendar quickly, it's on October 19th, is Musical Monster Therapy at Can Can Wonderland. And that is an event by Smart Mouth Comedy. They are inviting you to join them for a night of musical hilarity as classic monsters share their innermost feelings through the power of song. And that is at Can Can Wonderland. And when you buy your ticket, it gives you access to the show and the arcade. And I would just like to point out that the arcade has all of my favorite games from the 80s, like Cubert and Miss Pac-Man and Centipede. And I'm also super good at skee-ball. So like, I am just saying this sounds like an awesomely fun night. Skee-ball is my jam too. Oh man. Yeah. It's so great. And then Rob, you know, did you see that Reverend Matt's Monster Science has also have a, has a couple shows coming up? Yes, I was so disappointed that he wasn't in the Horror Fest this year. He did two shows at the Fringe Festival, and I'm guessing he needed to rest. But yeah, I'm super excited. So it's called Monster Science Halloween Monster Palooza. He's got three shows Thursday. October 26th, Friday, October 27th, and Saturday, October 28th at 7 p.m. at Bryant Lake Bowl. And it looks like each one is going to be a little bit different. Uh, They're Halloween monster extravaganzas. His shows are so fun. I first was introduced to him at the Twin Cities Horror Festival. Ever since, I, I, I try and see it whenever I can. He's got several special guests, including a favorite of mine, Eric Webster, will be appearing at one of the shows. He is part of the Mysterious Old Radio Listing Society, and we have a podcast coming up about that group, so I won't go into it now, but that's a great group, and that should be a, that's the one I got to try and get to, I think. 
Yeah, no matter what he's talking about, his shows are absolutely hilarious. They're informative and they're hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's another sort of a, another little friend from the fringe. There's a show at Phoenix Theater called Spooky and Gay. This is on Wednesday, October 25th. And this is written and performed by award-winning Florida performing artist Bruce Ryan Castella. And I am pretty sure he's either been in the Horror Fest or the Fringe Fest. He was in the Horror Fest last he was. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he is coming back to do another another storytelling show with songs and stand-up. And it's performed in total darkness. <gasps> yeah. And he says it's like goosebumps, only gayer. <laughs> so really, I mean, how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> now, when, when when is that happening? That one is uh, Wednesday, October 25th at 8 p.m. I wish all of these shows that we're talking about were performing many more times because it's just there's going to be so many hard choices to make. I know. One of them yeah. we talked about earlier opens or it's one night only on the 19th. That's opening night of the Horror Fest. I am at the Horror Fest. And I that's up. There's no chance I can make it. I know. So sad. So what else have we, have we got coming up here? We also have some super fun concerts that are coming up. If you like spooky music, like I do, Halloween music is my favorite genre next to musical theater. Uh, Crooner's Supper Club actually has two different shows that they're doing in October. One is the Monstrous Melodies Cabaret, which is vintage horror music. And that is featuring Dan Schwinnard, Prudence Johnson, Dane Stoffer, John Pescatelli, and Daniel Anderson. And that is going to be performed on the 20th of October and the 26th. And, and it, it yeah. looks like Dane's back for the next one, isn't he? He is. Aaron, Dane, and Jay Halloween Cabaret at Crooner's Supper Club on October 29th at 5 p.m. A funny, spectacular cabaret. And that's going to have Aaron Schwab, Dane Stoffer, and Jay Fuchs on keys and vocals. Yeah. Have you ever seen Aaron Schwab? I don't know. Oh my gosh, she is such a treat. She is absolutely delightful. Um, there's a quote on the website of someone calling her the Twin Cities Bette Midler, and I think that's right on. So she and Jay do shows together all of the time. They are just a lovely pair. And then Dane Stoffer is seriously been an absolutely hilarious performer in the Twin Cities for more years than it looks like he should be able to because he still looks very, very young. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. Oh, the next one. This, this I got to get to. Leslie's Halloween Extravaganza at the Granada Theater in and Uptown Lobby. So that's going to be in Uptown. And that is happening at some point this month. I believe it's happening October 21st. Okay. Okay. I know. The choices okay. are so hard. So that is the fabulous Leslie Vincent and the vibes uh, for an evening of jazzy intrigue, murder ballads, and other sinister songs. Oh, that's three hours, it says, all ages. Here she explores the more macabre which I've learned how to pronounce tonight. Well done. Side of music. Awesome <laughs> With job. With original songs <laughs> and spooky covers to get you in the Halloween spirit. Featuring Ted Godbout on keys, Matt McIntyre on bass, 
Ben Ehrlich on drums and Mitch Van Lahr on in trumpet and obviously the incomparable Leslie Vincent on vocals. She is so fabulous. Oh, I can't believe them. I can't see that. I know. Oh, there's this there's, is horrifying. I know. Why How is, appropriate? <laughs> why is everything good so short? I know. There's probably a lesson there. But it's not the lesson from Spookly the Square Pumpkin, because that has a very specific lesson. And that lesson is what makes us different makes us special. Which is true. Yeah. That's yeah. a great message. Isn't it? So I it hope is. that that didn't spoil anyone's pleasure. Yeah. Well, now I don't need to see it. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I know that I learned the lesson. You've got it. <laughs> so I have, um, I have two more completely random things to wrap up our conversation. The Haunted Basement. Had you ever experienced The Haunted Basement? I have not. So there used to be an art gallery called the Soap Factory in Northeast. I believe it is now torn down and probably replaced by a lot of housing. But they had a annual Halloween haunt called the Haunted Basement. And you had to sign a release to go in the Haunted Basement and they could touch you. And they, I mean, like it was a very, very... Oh my gosh, I don't even know what the word is, but it's very, it was really very intense, I would say, a very intense haunt. So they are, they are not doing the haunted basement this year. They went over and they did haunted basement in a abandoned store, an empty store at Roseville a couple of years ago, Rosedale Shopping Center a couple of years ago. But this year they are teaming up with the restaurant Travail and they're doing a multi-course tasting menu with tasty cocktails and it's going to be decked out by the haunted basement and will feature entertainers and it's going to be gruesome and spooky oh. and I have no idea what to expect with that but it sounds like such a, a fabulous pairing. And then one more little thing that's theater related that I want to mention is that there are, you know, there's a lot of spooky things going on around the Twin Cities and there's ghost tours and trolley tours and, and all sorts of little haunts and things that you could take your family to. But I have gone to these tours at the Mounds Theater they are they're called real haunted tours presents the mounds theater the mounds theater is over on the east side and it is uh incredibly historic theater it is also very very haunted it is is a building with a really weird vibe to it so if you want some like if you want a really yeah, spooky tour. I highly recommend this. It was it was very fun. And they also do uh they do sunset tours, which give kids an opportunity, kids like eight to fifteen, an opportunity to take the tour before sundown. So it's a little bit less intimidating. But it's it's just a great tour. It's a great space. So the tours of the theater itself? It is, yeah. Okay. The theater has some sort of grisly history behind it. It was a silent uh -huh. movie theater. It was a vaudeville stage. It was a warehouse. It was a children's art venue. But there, um, there are some creepy stories there and some creepy occurrences that have occurred at the theater. So mm. 
That is piqued my interest. um, Yeah. So there, and oh my gosh. And then, you know, go to the parkway. They're going to have horror movies. The Alamo draft house will have horror movies. Gosh, the Trilon cinema is doing a bunch of horror. I'm going there this Saturday. For what? Uh, for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, fun. And I was just at the Parkway last night for Nosferatu. How which was, was that? Oh, so good. It was so good. And it had live accompaniment by Dreamland Faces. So it was super fun. There's just awesome. so much amazing Halloween, spooky related fun to be had right now in the Twin Cities. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. It's a great time of year. So before we wrap up, mm-hmm. what, aside from the Twin Cities Horror Fest, which obviously we're going to see everything, mm-hmm. what are you most excited about that we talked about? I think I am most looking forward to finally attending the annual Halloween Outdoor Puppet Extravaganza that Bare Bones puts on. I just, you know what? This year is going to be the year of the puppet. So that's that's where I'm at. How about you? Well, I'm thinking one of these huge shows, mm, uh, yeah. probably the Twilight Zone, if I can manage that. It is at 10 p.m. You may yeah. have to take and a I disco can do nap. That. Yeah, I okay. can do that. All right. So there was a lot of information that we just shared with you about some great shows happening in the Twin Cities. Um, you can check out our show notes for more information about what's happening. And I'm actually going to lead you to a blog post at Minnesota Theater Love, which I'll include all the links to everything we talked about. And thank you for listening to Twin Seas Theater Chat. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, rate and review us, and spread the word. Follow the Twin Cities Theater bloggers on Facebook and Instagram to read our reviews and find out what we're up to. And go see a show. Now, go to Amir and say, go see a show three times. Turn off the light and see what happens. (laughs) Okay. We're good? No, because you were going to do something spooky at the end. Oh.